Hello, dear listeners. It is I, once again, DJ Star Sage, coming to you from the Lady Jamora. I bet you didn't think I'd be saying that. It is a Friday, and uh, it's the afternoon. We actually have broken freezing temperatures out. It is 42 degrees out, rainy and overcast. And what am I doing in the Lady Demora? Well, I am on my way across town to the satellite office of the candy shop because, um, well, during this crisis, I've been sent to work from home. And, uh, well, after a couple of weeks of cabin fever, they said, uh, yeah, we've got a part to put in that computer we sent you home with, and um, it's going to make it work better, but you got to come get it yourself. <sighs> So that is what we are dealing with today, and uh, this is week two of the pandemic. I'm going to try to focus on some of the positives, but since it's been a little while that uh, I last talked to you, I thought I would get you caught up. Um, As I have said, I have been working from home, and you know, I I never thought that I would like it because... I am one to enjoy a change of scenery on a regular basis, but um, I'm very fortunate in that I have that corner office that most normally covet. Uh, (laughs) Granted, it's in the corner of my house, but uh, hubby did a bang-up job cleaning the place up and giving me a nice space to work, and um, well, you could do worse than have a... uh, a countryside backyard as the view from your your desk window so I'm uh, I'm you know doing the the one percenter not really struggle through my workday and uh, you know doing the daily grind whereas well hubby he's got a slightly different story and I'll let you hear that from the the horse's mouth wait um, that that wasn't a remark I love my husband, and uh, he is sitting right here with me. Say hello, honey. You called me a horse. Hello, everyone. I hope everybody is staying safe and healthy. Yes, I am trapped home for the past couple of weeks. I work retail, and they've shut down our stores, which is probably the smartest thing to do in this most horrible time right now. We don't need people going out and shopping and risking their health. But it's been a challenge to sit home and watch the stocks go down and watch what a lot of people have called the retail apocalypse because, well, we're out of work and trying to figure out how to claim unemployment and hoping we have jobs when this is all over. Luckily for my hubby, he is still actively going. But for people like me and several of you listeners, you probably are in the same boat I am wondering, well, when this is over, what are we going to have left? Yeah, as you may remember, I mentioned not long ago that uh, Hubby's former um, employment was through, uh, well, a more traditional store of sorts. Uh, We like to call them Grace Brothers then, and... And uh, like a lot of companies, they have made an effort to reinvent themselves and 
Well, you know, they, they don't, uh, you know, offer the top and bottom services anymore, but they do offer some trendy stuff, and, uh, well, we're calling them Grangers these days, and everyone's watching their, their bottom line, and we are just hoping that once this is all said and done, the doors can reopen, and hopefully that seniority will um, still mean something. But we are on... Uh, our way across town to the satellite office of the candy shop and um, I will tell you aside from this drive it has been a journey listening to what's going on in the world every day now I try not to pay full attention merely because uh, even before this pandemic this crisis um, I felt that I had a plate full. I've got three senior kitty cats at home and uh, a hubby who is not always in the best of health. But, uh, you know, I, I've learned to, to screw my head on in the morning through coffee and exercise. And um, even though I am stuck, as it were, at home, I'm still finding that a good routine helps to keep me in a healthy mindset. I've been distracting myself with the local jazz station. And as I record this, I am reminded that today was the birthday of the late, great Doris Day, that class act lady from the 60s and 70s who always dressed nice and conservative and had a smile and warmed your heart with her voice and uh, just this last year we talked about a film that she was in called Caprice on my other show Matinee Minutia but uh, we'll get back to uh, things about film and television in a little while um, so hubby um, you know certainly while we've been uh, you know uh, locked in behind the doors together we've been trying to get through our routines and when the cupboard starts to get bare, what do you find yourself doing? I have found the perfect solution called Instacart. You just simply order it, and it shows up at your door within five hours. It is a wonderful service. You can log in, you can see what stores are available for you, and what you can order. It gets a little hectic because time slots fill up very quickly, However, it is workable. The only thing that I will say with Instacart is you are sending another individual out into the world so you don't have to. You kind of think of that fact while you're ordering it that you don't want to go out and risk your health, but yet you're paying somebody else to. So that's, that's a dark side of the Instacart thing. So when they show up, you know, have it dropped off at the door. You don't have to go out and talk to them. You can communicate and thank them via text to try to keep them safe. So, Instacarts, stay home, people. There's no reason to go out. There's quite a few shopping services out there, and I know that some of the other folks in uh, the potosphere, as it were, uh, have what they call a side hustle. They, they uh, supplement their income by doing some of those shopping services. So you might have to dig a little to find out which one uh, serves your area. And uh, unfortunately, there are some 
who live in the uh, the more rural necks of the woods, like my sisters, they do not have a store that will deliver to their front door. The best that they could hope for is to put in an order for pickup at the curb. And, um, well, I'm not quite sure they've done that yet. And, um... Oh, they've done it. And it's booked everywhere. Well, I mean, my sisters. I mean, um, there oh, are... Oh, you mean for your sisters. The stores have already been doing it. And like I said, it's booked. Yeah, and, and it's just concerning that there are some folks out there who don't take this as seriously as they should. Now... For the record, Hubby and I reside in uh, one of the more populous states. We're in New York State, and that is considered one of the epicenters of the pandemic. I mean, we are uh, a state with international ports, so we have people coming from all points of the world. And, um, you know, just in the county I work in at the candy shop, we have a couple hundred reported cases. Now, granted... Uh, in not quite apple country where Chateau Star Sage is, we have a smaller population density, but the percentage of reported cases is probably comparable. And this is just, I mean, it, it is something out of an apocalypse film, and it will not get better unless we have a serious attitude about this. I don't care if you are in your 20s or you're in your 80s. This virus has no favorite demographic. It affects everyone. And if you have loved ones who are older, perhaps somebody like my husband who has a compromised immune system because, well, plainly put, he has a family history of rheumatoid arthritis and he's not able to get a flu shot because, quite simply put, it would crash his immune system. So if you have anyone like that in your family, in your social circle, you need to keep that in mind and you need to be careful on their behalf. We are coming up to uh, my satellite office here, so we're going to pause for a few minutes, but uh, we will be returning momentarily. Alright, so I just stepped into my work building and had my computer in a cloth shopping bag and it was an interesting experience um, in more recent years the candy shop has occupied a smaller portion of this building but the uh, outside has the company name so much to my chagrin I walk in and uh, the place is fairly empty as it is and I was able to walk all the way upstairs without even so much as a security guard Normally we have to flash a badge or, you know, some sort of an access card. But uh, the gentleman that let me in uh, stood the appropriate six foot, you know, held the door open. And, and I was able to observe him doing work on my computer from a distance. And he was even kind enough to wipe down the machine after testing it out. So uh, once I have brought that home, we'll just plug it in, turn it on, and I'm sure we'll be as slick as greased lightning, as they say, and, um, well, I found out that, uh, you know, the company pinched their pennies getting these machines because they didn't have Windows 10 when they got them. They had to force the operating system on them. Now, uh, for those of you who are not, uh, 
you know, indoctrinated indoctrinated in the uh, school of uh, technology. Um, basically, when you run the installer for Windows or whatever, there's sort of a, a system check to make sure you've got what it takes to run it. And, um, well, that can be bypassed if you're a corporate guru. You just throw it on there like shoving a picnic basket full as many sandwiches as you can stick in there. And uh, in this case, uh, the machine did not have enough to uh, power that buggy. And, uh, well, you know, um, six months later, we go back to the stork and say, yeah, this baby's not good to go. Anyways... We are headed back home to Chateau Starsage where our little puddins are waiting our return and uh, we have been observing on our way as we've stepped into the metropolis of Oslo and uh, hubby what have we been seeing? A lot of traffic but not a lot of places open. So either people are going to work, grocery store, who knows, but there is a almost a normal amount of traffic out here and everything is closed and that's saying something because you know people were supposed to be staying home and i would not have left the chateau had it not been for this need of work because they weren't going to send the part to me no no my residence is not listed as an official company location and i am not a member of the management team so uh they weren't going to trust your average Joe just to sign for it and um, not sell it on eBay, I guess. And uh, it should be noted as we drive through the town here, the city, there are a few businesses that have uh, signs from their landlord saying that they are up for lease. So even though there's no indication the businesses themselves have gone out, um, plainly put some businesses during this crisis have opted not to pay their leases as a means of getting by so uh, you know it uh, remains to be seen how many of these companies that actually have locations will still be there if somebody else can foot the bill so uh, it continues to rain as we make our way back and uh well it hasn't really warmed up any in fact you really probably couldn't tell that it's the afternoon it's so overcast out you probably couldn't see the sun even if the clouds did part a little but that's okay i kind of like these rainy days it reminds me of being a kid and staying at home when it's too rainy out to play and you know, maybe watching a movie or a TV show with Dad and Mom might bake a fresh batch of cookies. Oh, don't mention cookies. <laughs> um, we have uh, been trying to make do with what we have in the house because, well, when we try to observe our healthier lifestyle, we have a fair amount of dairy normally. And um, what has been a challenge to keep in the refrigerator, dear? We're pretty much living off of yogurt, cottage cheese, eggs, oatmeal, and meat. That's it. Now, some of you might be saying, ew, but, you know, you got to remember, Billy and I ditched our microwave ages ago when I shed that uh, former self of myself there. 
and uh, so a majority of what we make is mostly fresh each week because we you know do the meal preparations uh, during a work week now of course as Javi already said since we are at home we're not making those meals up in advance we're making them each day which has allowed him to experiment a little bit and uh, honey what was one of the things you made a dessert that you you really liked I made crepes with oatmeal and egg whites now you might be thinking oatmeal but you got to remember we don't use oatmeal prepared we take the oats and grind it up in the blender into a flour so instead of using a wheat based flour we use an oat flour it's cheap it's easy and we've been able to make crepes we've been able to make pretty much anything you could with regular flour it's just out of oat flour now some of you might be saying isn't that gluten free well yes it is now if you haven't paid attention this is not simply something we're doing because we've decided to be health nuts my husband has had a various history of different health problems over the years and as it's become clearer to him that there is rheumatoid arthritis in the family some of these quote-unquote food allergies that he was told he had growing up actually turn out to be inflammatories and what that means is that if you have a medical condition there are certain foods you should avoid if you ask your doctor and among those, if you have rheumatoid arthritis, are things like dairy and wheat. So we try to Especially cut the Especially sugar, not to interrupt. Oh yes, all forms of sugar. In fact, uh, corn is a problem because it is high in starch. And what is starch, basically? Carb and sugar. Yes, it's a simple sugar. So um, he made some crepes out of this oat flour that he made and uh, we had a little dessert it was kind of like a big old cannoli using greek yogurt okay you can't say yuck people this is not a podcast about picky eaters you have to be open-minded if you're going to take my advice on healthier living anyways we took some greek yogurt and we put in some sugar-free instant pudding and bingo bango we had a gluten-free overgrown cannoli and it was delish now just simply modifying the uh, oat flour recipe we were also able to make something else that was yummy what did we make that we changed a couple of times pizza crust and um, it's it's actually pretty easily done you know you stick your ingredients in the blender you turn that oat that uh, pile of oats into a powder you add some eggs and milk and um, well because uh, I was ambitious during the holiday season and yet uh, I never got around to baking we have some parchment paper laying around the house and that's actually um, a handy thing to have in the kitchen because if you stick a piece in your pan you can just flip that pizza crust over just like it was a pancake and uh, before you know it, you got a little golden brown thing you can stick in your oven and put any topping you want. And um, you made up a uh, sort of a hot sauce with what we had on hand. What did you do to make that? Well, I had to get creative for hot sauce, and it was a semi-hot sauce. I basically took 
a salsa that is pretty healthy. It's made by Goya. And it's got the onion, the peppers, the tomato already in it without any added sugar or bull crap. So hot sauce is pretty much those ingredients. So I added a slew of red pepper flakes threw that sucker in the blender and it was actually pretty good. So I took and spread that on the crust and then I took some fat-free blue cheese dressing, added some yogurt just for fun, spread that on and I was sneaky and hid a small fried chicken patty in the freezer that we've been keeping for a bit. It's breaded though when what's in breading Yes, I kind of felt that one later, but it was only one patty and we split it up and put some cheese on top of that and it was pretty god darn good. What he's, uh, what he's uh, skipping over is that the breading was made from wheat-based flour, so he was feeling the effects of that the next day and in fact, um, it's kind of my fault because after the first week of cabin fever, aka working from home, I had behaved myself. Now, um, simply put, after uh, being able to avoid my dealer, aka the vending machines at work, since we don't have them in the house, I'm thinking I could have conservatively lost about 10 pounds because mind you I still do a daily exercise routine I do 30 minutes on the elliptical each morning and we are eating uh, or observing a healthier lifestyle of fewer calories and better things but um, I decided that after that first week I wanted a treat and we were putting in an order for groceries to be delivered and I decided why not let's get a box of brownies because we were going to celebrate survival and uh, we were going to be watching a movie we uh, we're exploring this thing called a netflix party you should check it out you do need the google chrome browser and the netflix party plugin or extension but uh, we watched tootsie with my co-host toppy smelly and a few others and uh, we made brownies that had uh, Oh, some coconut and some diced cherries in it. And uh, we might do another Netflix party, but tonight uh, is going to be the next episode of Matinee Minutia, that film and television trivia show I do with Toppy Smelly. And we're going to be talking about an early 70s fantasy musical. And um, it's just got a lot of wonderful childhood... Uh, well, memories for some if you saw it when you were growing up. But uh, what are we watching? Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. The good version. The one with Gene Wilder. And uh, Jack Albertson plays Grandpa in it. Uh, you may remember him from a film that was done just a year after it. The uh, Poseidon Adventure with Erwin Allen and Shelley Winters. And, um, well, the young boy who played... Uh, Charlie Bucket, well, this was his only acting role. And uh, in more recent years, there's been uh, a remake, and there's been a Broadway show. You might be hearing that in the background here, the uh, the cast recording of that show. Um, but this was a film from 71, and uh, based on the children's book by English author Roald Dahl. And, um, well, it's a fun little film. Why don't you drop by? It's at 9 p.m. Eastern. Now, you you may uh, have 
already missed this, but uh, we record twice a month. Or actually, we perform live on the first and third Fridays, and it's at 9 p.m. Eastern over there at uh, univospods.net, or you can go to matineemanouche.com. Click on the tower for streaming audio and enter Discord for the chat room. And, uh, well, the spring is approaching, so uh, tonight's episode is all about the arrival of spring and certainly, of course, Easter. And, uh, well, during this virus crisis here, there isn't a whole lot of celebrating that's going to be going on. Um, I don't even think we have baskets at home this year, which... You know, even though we try to observe a healthier lifestyle, the candy holidays are what it's all about, right, honey? Yes, it is. And uh, what is one of your favorite Easter candies that we've hunted down? Russell Stover Easter eggs. Also, our favorite are the hiding eggs. Yes, those are those hard, crusty, chewy eggs that have the marshmallow filling as well as the eggs and chicks, which are circus peanuts shaped like Easter decorations. And in those colors, too. And, uh, well, I have it on good authority that my dear sweet sister Betty has uh, ordered us a surprise for the holiday, the Easter coming up here. And that may be actually at our door when we get home. Now, I don't know for sure what it is, but uh, I've told that it's been—I've been told that it's been ordered from some sort of a cheese company, which um, my sister tends to favor those catalog ordering services. She might have been taking a note from me because when I lived away from home across the country, I used to order from catalog companies. Uh, if I wasn't going to make it home for the holidays, and I would have those things delivered to the family's uh, little gift baskets to enjoy for the holidays. So, But, uh, you know, uh, Hobby says to me that uh, if you can't make it out your door this holiday season, apparently there are candy companies that will place orders online. And after Easter, check out Russell Stover. They always have good clearance sales. Yes. So as you uh, look towards your weekend, I know that things are difficult, especially if you're stuck at home and maybe you've got little ones that are just making you want to tear out your hair. But, um, you know, as Charlie Bucket and uh, Grandpa Joe are singing in the background, they've got a golden ticket. And, um, well, maybe you do too. Think back to your childhood, to a happy memory. Pass this time with something positive. You know, tune out the doldrums and just put on your favorite music because we've been through worse and we will get through this. And um, if you need a reminder of that, there is a rather wonderful channel on YouTube that was done by now a dearly departed sweet grandmother whose own grandson recorded her cooking the recipes that she grew up with during the Great Depression. I'm not quite sure the name of the channel, but if you look up Depression Cooking, you will find this dear Clara. sweet Clara, the sweet lady on, on the YouTubes. All right, folks, that is all for now. Kisses from the carriage. Stay safe, and if you are not an essential worker, for hydrogen's sake, please stay home. Joe's gone wild with Matt and Tom. Speak up. The Smellcast.
My tummy smelling. Be heard. Tastes like burning with Tim and James. Unique voices in podcasting. The Shy Life Podcast with me, Paul the Shy Yeti. Univazpods.net.